Hey guys, what's up? Episode 22 of an orange and blue thing <laughs> on this Thursday, May 25th. I'm Brian Ernie. That's Darren Meenan. What's up? We're here. We're back on top of our game every single week, which is more than we can say about the Mets bullpen. <laughs> we try at least. Yeah, we do what we can. Um, we're going to take you right up to scheduled first pitch tonight, which uh, for all intents and purposes should be go off without a hitch i don't know keep us posted if you're watching in the live comments let us know if you hear any news about a a delayed start time let us know because then we'll just keep the show going a little bit longer but as far as we know game is on it's been raining like cats and dogs past couple days here in new york Degrom was supposed to be on the hill tonight he got scratched yeah for montero who's been awesome yeah rafael montero against dean elson so automatic win automatic yeah yeah well if he's gonna beat anybody could beat the padres yeah oh yeah oh shit Welcome to the show, buddy. Sorry, I almost cheers without you, bud. If you're listening afterwards on SoundCloud or iTunes, share it, like it, whatever. We are a very visual show, and we just hang out on Thursday nights drinking beers, talking about the Mets. So thanks for downloading, but join us on Thursdays on Facebook. It's fun. Do that. But let's, before we go any further, before we jump into what's going on this week, we are going to give away a David Wright starting lineup sports superstar collectible. This was a giveaway last Saturday at the game. This is mine. I have another. I have a bunch of other Mets stuff here, so I am going to give this one away to one person watching the show. All you got to do is click share right now. Let right. your friends know that you're watching Orange and Blue Thing. And uh, before we turn this thing off, we will pick one person to win it, and I'll mail it out to you tomorrow. And all you got to do is just basically click share. That's it. Just do it. It's very simple. So anyway, this week, yeah, we were just talking about this before. We don't normally talk about stuff on the show that has nothing to do with the Mets, but Survivor finale was last night. Uh, yeah. You didn't watch I it. I did not watch it, but now I know I just who broke won. the news to him. Yeah, that's okay. So, yeah, Survivor finale, and our buddy Matt Cerrone tried out for Survivor like two days ago. I said I want to be his loved one visit. I, that'd be cool. <laughs> and we're bringing out your loved one, he thinks it's like his, it's like, his wife. He hasn't it's gotta seen be, It's got to be my wife. In 35 days, it's, it's your you. friend, Brian Ernie. <laughs> hey, Matt. But good luck to Matt. I mean, I keep talking about trying out, and I, I'm getting close to finally doing it. Um, he actually did it, though, so... <laughs> more power to him hopefully he makes it so that'd be cool i want to go on big brother as an orange and blue thing twist it's just too long yeah you know, i know it is? Yeah, I, I wouldn't get i wouldn't be months. able to do i wouldn't be able to do big brother although it would be fun it's too long it's in the summer baseball season you know yeah. three months off it's tough obviously we have families but um survivor i could hang for 36 days Thir- well no 39 is it 39 i'll, I'll got, hang for 39 get, I mean, days <laughs> if you get to day 36 you don't make it to the end that would be terrible i'll lose the beer belly too (laughs) anyway so besides that you're almost done with your kitchen you've been working on yeah yeah yeah. i'm almost (laughs) i'm almost finished yeah it's well you know it was a big project it's a big undertaking man imagine having no running water in your kitchen for like two months with a six month seven month old no and i can barely swing a hammer so (laughs) you did a great job (laughs) we're all thank you we're almost there we're almost there did you see the uh poll question i had on twitter the other day uh I did about the celebrity thing. No. Oh, I said, I got amazing responses that I'm convinced everybody has at least one celebrity crush that they've had over the course of their lives that they're convinced it would they like would have worked out had they only met. You know what I mean? <laughs> like for me, it's Britney Snow. Yeah, uh, when I was 18, it was Britney Spears. But <laughs> was it Britney Spears? You know, when you're a kid, was it I'm, that mainstream though? Like, yeah, probably. I don't yeah? know. I, I, I have no idea. But um, we had some. I had some awesome responses on Twitter. Like uh, Dan Horsham said, uh, of course, Jennifer Love Hewitt, because like guys our age, man, Jennifer uh, Love Hewitt was like, it's all about it. Like there were I don't really so have a celebrity many good crush. Ones. 
No? No. No, not anymore. I barely even say that, like, girls are attractive. I'm well, like, yeah, she's cute. Like, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't that girl pretty? I'm like, no, she's not. No, right. no, no. <laughs> the answer, right answer is always, no, no. No, she's all right. And, you know, especially, no offense, but I'm not a big blonde guy either. So, you know, you if you're blonde, you kind of drop a couple notches down on my, on my list anyway. I was always like that, too. So what was... kind of response did you get? You I just got... uh, That was it? Jennifer Love Hewitt? No, no, no. Oh, my God. No. Uh, let's see. I can go through them really quickly. I'm, I'm scrolling back because everybody's yelling me yelling at me about the Mets bullpen this morning. So, <laughs> Oh, really? What happened with no, that? No, no, no. We, I, was, I actually called out Terry. We'll get to that in a second. You? Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't think. I thought Terry had his worst game of his tenure last night. So uh, that's, it was not so good. Um, let's see. So for whatever reason, um, a lot of people were saying like, oh, I'm old. Don't, you know, don't judge me. But I saw like Valerie Bertinelli was in there. Somebody said that, uh, Charlie said Anna Kendrick, uh, speaking of Charlie, not to shot. Not to oh yeah. Out. Yeah. What? What are you going to say? Well, I was going to say he was supposed to be at the game on Saturday. Well, no, not that. I know he backed out because he said his – yeah, right. He said his, his arm was sore from a tattoo. But um, <laughs> I randomly see stuff on Instagram. Like I don't even know why because I don't like photos of like um, – I don't know, like an artist or a singer or whatever. But there will be photos of um, – I don't know, like a Kardashian or something. I'll randomly click it, and it, it always shows you who likes it that you're friends with, uh, yeah. and it'll say Charlie. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. Listen, I, there are a couple times I'm like, oh, I get that. Yeah, I would like that too. But yeah, if, I, you, he's you a know. single guy. Just we're not liking that doing shit. It. Well, you no, I'm smarter than that. <laughs> but uh, you know, anyway, this is a Met show, right? Appreciating it from afar. Yeah. Anyway, so last night we should talk about this absolutely horrific it, loss. It you was, cannot lose a game like that, especially against the Padres. It was brutal. Both teams were. Playing like poo poo, and <laughs> you know they were they were begging each other to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gaselman eighty something pitches. Right. Terry said I took him out of the game because he was he was getting rocky out there, and I wanted him to feel good about himself. Are you kidding me? I wrote last night. I, I heard that afterwards in the post game. This is not little league. These guys are big league ball players. Go out there, battle, win the game, get some innings under your belt, and don't put as much taxing pressure on the bullpen right now we are strong dry out there you cannot go to the bullpen in the sixth inning yep. every day i would agree with that to an extent ridiculous and to even say that like he also said that about harvey last week he's like you know what he wasn't he didn't do that good out there but i want to get him out of the game and have him feel good about his start right. are you kidding me there's i mean that there's an element to that but what i'll say to that is is twofold one I don't think you should have taken him out right there anyway, especially with the bottom of the order coming out. That being said, Gaselman's been brutal. There's actually some splits that I looked up on Baseball Reference this morning from pitch like 76 to 100. Throughout the course of his career, batters are hitting like 390 against him. Now, that being said, you're not exactly talking about murderer's row here. I mean, the 2017 Padres, I don't think are going down in any history books as an offensive juggernaut. So, um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have taken him out there, but here were some weird, weird decisions. And before we do that, I know we got an, uh, a, a question about oh, yeah. this from our buddy Rob Savage, and we should tee that up and uh, and let him lead us into this discussion because I think it, it, it does a good job setting uh, the uh, uh, pace. Okay, give me one second. What's up, fellas? Rob Savage here. That's at MrMet74. I just want to know what you guys think uh, about the current state of the bullpen. Um Obviously, it's in bad shape, but uh, there's been several instances where Terry seems to have pulled the starter about an inning or so too early. I just want to know what you think. Um, it's 
going to take to get him to maybe leave the starters in a little bit longer. Uh, we know the bullpen stretched thin as it is, and it's easy to make this uh, second. Oh. All right, anyway, so he basically says, what, what's it going to take to leave the starters in longer? And it mean, they got to pitch better. You they got to I mean? pitch better. Number yeah. one, they got to pitch better. But, yeah, I think that Terry goes, gets the hook out a little bit too early. And obviously, um, after that blowout, what was it the other night? They won. Uh, it wasn't a blowout. but It was 9-3. They, it was 9-3 final, but they scored seven runs in the first inning. Yeah. They did not need to go to the bullpen and, and pitch guys that may have had to pitch last night. You That's why they were unavailable. Last night, Blevins was unavailable. Who else was unavailable last night? They didn't use Seawold or whatever. Right, right. So two guys that pitched in a, in a, in a game that was, was in the bag. Nothing's really in the bag these days. They pitched on Monday the night for no reason. No, not Monday night. They pitched the other night Tuesday for no night, reason yeah. Tuesday night. And then they were unavailable last night. And then they put the guy in that we just got who has a, a million ERA and gives up a homer. To Here, the guy that the last time he pitched against when he was San Francisco in the Padres, he gave up a homer to the same guy. He, he's... That was the bonehead move of the season last night, and it's so frustrating to hear afterwards, well, we wanted Gasselman to feel good about his start. Give me a break. Here here are the big, you hit on a bunch of them. Terry's strength is not, I don't think, managing his bullpen. I don't think anyone's going to deny that. Um, so let's start there. Uh, last night, and I'm a big Terry Collins fan, but that being said, that he had he had his, one of his worst games. I don't I don't really remember a game that he that he. Had bungled as much as that one last night and not great um one the big thing even if you look back to the world series is that you can't use your best relievers in non-high leverage situations i mean game three what was that a six-run game or whatever and he used familia in in back in the world series and then the next night you know he blew the save thanks to like in part to daniel murphy's defense but i mean when you have it, you can't run a guy out there all the time. And it's the same thing every single year. You constantly have guys like Reed and Robles and Familia. Familia last year, he had 51 saves. It's a, it's an indictment on the offense because they didn't score a lot. But it's also an indictment on, like, why are we going to them every single time? Um, that's his biggest problem. The two individual big missteps last night were, one, why he took out Josh Edgen to put in Josh Smoker, I didn't really understand. Um, his spot in the order hadn't come up. He hadn't been pinch hit for yet. I didn't get that. Um, we, we like Josh. Josh is a good guy and, and a supporter of the seven line, but he he's struggled. And, you know, he's fallen behind accounts last night. And Renfro made him pay for it leading off the eighth. And then uh, the fact that Neil Ramirez was able to pitch to Will Myers to give up that double off the top of the wall, which was nearly a grand slam, is so demented and so misguided I don't even know where to start first of all I think that should have been Addison Reed put your best reliever in it's it's the it's the game because if if Myers pops up and they go back go to the eighth inning down five three or whatever okay trot Addy back out there for a couple more outs and then throw somebody in in the ninth maybe maybe smoker I mean maybe uh Edgen gets the ninth or whatever that night you know what it is by the time the ninth inning came around you knew even when the bases were loading you knew that they were going to lose the game down I felt by, like that too down by one run, I felt like that too. bases loaded strikeout totally. strikeout pop up game over and you're like are you kidding me let's not take those two guys off the hook either Curtis Granderson uh, and Renee Rivera swung at garbage good you know, god garbage all Brad Hand was doing was throwing sliders were you surprised that he was throwing sliders because it's the only pitch he threw all inning I mean this is 
is ridiculous. The guy threw 30-something pitches, and 29 of them were sliders. So when Granderson, and when you take get-me-over sliders early in the count, then he really surprised when he drops one in and buries one in the dirt with two strikes? Those were two abysmal at-bats. I mean, yeah. just, just makes out contact. terrible. And they were playing in, too. It was, it was crazy. And the one thing, only thing I'll say in defense of Terry Collins is this. How, I mean, we're talking about Salas who came in on back-to-back nights, which he does not like to be overworked. He's already said it, that he doesn't like to be overworked. Why we went to him in back-to-back nights, I'm not 100% sure. But he got the first two outs of the seventh. I'm talking about this bullpen cannot get four outs to bridge to their closer. You can't get... how? I mean, Terry definitely did not have a good game last night. But if you can't get four outs to get to the ninth inning out of your bullpen, four? You already had two in the bag with nobody on. Come on, that it's, it's it's a dumpster fire. That's the state of the Mets bullpen. It's a dumpster fire. You know we should be going for the sweep tonight. We're not, and it would be I think the fourth or fifth straight series that we were going for a sweep where we got killed on game three. Right. So at least they had they, well, the last night was a disappointment. Hopefully tonight's not. Let me just touch really quickly before we move on. They have lost the wiggle room and lost the ability to lose games like that last night. When you figure that they lost 11 and 12 or whatever early in the season and they've lost seven and they had lost seven in a row earlier this month, they have no room for error. You cannot lose games that you were up five to one in, on your home field to the Padres. That's not an option if you want to contend this I'm year. sure you guys have been paying attention, but before we move on, they're, in the last 10, they're three and seven, eight games back now, the Nationals, and their record is 19 and 20. Five. Not good. So, anyway, uh, we do want to highlight a couple of things that did uh, catch our attention today. Tiffany Chow, I think I'm saying right, Tiffany M. Chow, at Tiffany M. Chow on Twitter. She graduated from FIT today, so congrats to her. And her gown and cap were orange and blue, coincidentally. So, shout out to you. She took a little photo there. I guess it was at the Arthur Ashe, which is the the USTA where US Open is. So, shout out to her. And also... Billie Jean King now, right? Didn't they rename it? I don't know. It says says in, in her tweet... Uh, Arthur Ashe, across from Arthur Ashe. So I don't know, whatever, maybe it is. And then also, a buddy, McFadden, got married. The other night was his first game with his, with his new bride, and shout out to them, so they wore their jerseys to the game. So McFadden gave me a thunderous pound on the Shea Bridge in passing. Oh, yeah? yeah oh, yeah, it was like really legit. I, I know he was feeling good, so I'm sure he didn't feel it. But it well, was, it's pretty cool, too, when, you know, nice. uh, we've seen a couple photos so far where members of the group bring their jerseys, their official jerseys from the seven line army with them to their weddings so it's yeah. pretty cool to have a photo like that um you know to to put in the scrapbook so shout out to you guys congratulations and uh wish you all the best so before we move on here this whole week yeah actually probably more than this whole week the judge versus conforto issue yeah. and not issue but topic has been on sports talk radio every single day huh? all day every day Conforto is our best player. Judge is a promising star for the for the Yankees. They're they're marketing around him, which is cool to see. It's it's different for the Yankees to start doing stuff like this because as we spoke about, I think it was last episode or two episodes ago, the Yankees are changing. They're not the Yankees of old. They're they're not the core four is gone. Yep. Their marketing is changing. And um, I mean, it's not their fault that the the sports talk radio is bringing up Judge and Conforto. They're both young stars. But a lot of people are saying who's better. So. Oh. 
I mean, it's it's all you know, it's it's all up for opinion. But obviously, we're going to we're going to say Conforto. You know, obviously, we're going to say Conforto. He's our guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Judge is turning heads left and right. I think Boomer and Carton brought up a good point yesterday. Maybe it was Carton. The reason why people might say Judge is because the Yankees are winning right now. Right. If the Mets were in first place in the East, and, and you know, the talk of the town, which we expected that they were going to be, and obviously they're not, then maybe Conforto would have the edge. But if you look at their numbers here, you know, very similar. Conforto actually played less games because he wasn't a starter in the beginning of the season. But if you compare their numbers they're pretty pretty similar across the board i mean um conforto's batting average is 341 judge is 315 home runs uh conforto has 13 judge has 15 yeah, they're very very similar yeah um what's con- what's really impressive is conforto's rbi total mostly out of the leadoff spot oh yeah he had three last yeah. night yeah in the first inning yeah so i mean i mean that's that's kind of crazy and then you look at the uh the war you know if you guys are into that sort of thing the obp the only thing judge has going for them him in the short term it's the exceeding short term is simply this um and they're not going to ask him to play out of position so they're not going to ask him to play center field anytime soon uh he knows he's just going to be in right field just holding it down the one thing about Conforto is when Cespedes comes back, he's going to be the everyday center fielder, um, which I don't know if that's going to affect his offensive production. Center field is a demanding defensive position. And who knows? You know, Bruce is back in the lineup tentatively tonight, but if that lingers, then you could play Ligaris in center and then play Conforto in right when Cespedes comes back. Um, listen, you know, it's one of those things that it's a good problem to have to pick one of these two guys. I mean, both are burgeoning young stars in the New York market. They're both really good baseball players. I think long-term, I'd rather have Conforto because he's already gone through the adjustment period. He's already had that sophomore slump where Judge hasn't yet, um, and maybe he never will. But um, And, you know, the thing with the Yankees, too, is you can never know when the Yankees are going to decide that they feel the pressure to go for it. You know, we talk about... Bryce Harper hitting the open market in 2018, potentially. Same thing with Manny Machado. Um, you know, the, all these players are going to start coming up. These young stars are going to come up to free agency. Who knows when the Yankees decide, hey, we're going to go for it, and we're going to go with more established guys, and maybe Judge uh, starts to struggle and he's a trade chip all of a sudden, and yeah, we'll move him for this starting pitcher or whatever. I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know with the Yankees. You just really don't. Right. So the real reason we're even bringing this up is because this week – the Yankees made a section in their ballpark called the Judges' Chambers. And obviously, whenever a new fan group or something like that pops up, people think of the Seven Line Army, and we get mentioned on Twitter about, or whatever, the like text, like, have you seen what the Yankees are doing? Which is, yeah. I think that it's pretty cool that they're yeah, doing it. I think so. Um, anything that brings more excitement to the ballpark is cool. I think it would have been a little bit cooler quote-unquote, if it was strictly a fan-run thing, not a team-run thing, but whatever, it is what it is. The only thing I personally think it might be a little too soon. I'm not hating on Judge or the Yankees, but if this guy doesn't pan out to be something of a star, um, obviously he has a hard start, hot start right now, they put in a little photo here if you're watching. I guess a group of fans on May 11th brought a sign that said, All Rise and wore the, wore the wigs and the, and the robes and stuff, and then... 11 days later, the uh, Yankees actually did it, which was cool. Um, so what you you're seeing here, if you, you're watching, it's it's 18 seats, but they put like a wooden wall, which is like that's pretty – that's a lot of confidence to like build something like that. If things don't go right, I mean imagine the, the embarrassment not only for the Yankees but for Judge himself. If he's playing poorly and then they're ripping that thing down – 
that's that's a big commitment to have that thing out there for the season you know because what, you're not going to take that away. They're, if that's no. there, that's there for the year. But you know what, though? I have to say that sometimes the, the allure of baseball is that you have these flashes in the pan. I mean, look at when Dontrell Willis first came up, right? We thought he was going to be the next best thing for 10, 15 years, and it was just sort of he was serviceable after that. But eh. And, uh, you know, even you've seen guys with the Mets burst onto the scene, and this guy's going to be amazing, and then it sort of fades out. I kind of like to embrace the randomness of it. And, hey, listen, if they have to tear it out at some point, they have to tear I know, it. but that's, that's, that's a big commitment to put something in there like that. But you know what it is? Um, you know, the, the, the Seattle has the King's Court. Um, you know, there was something for uh, – uh, who was it? From uh, Manny, Manny Land or Manny Wood or something like that. I mean, they've done yeah, stuff like this when before. He, when the Mets, the Mets uh, during um, Harvey's Dark Knight – Whatever they had the the mat cave and they gave out the, the the Batman masks, so it's not a new idea to try to embrace a specific player. But I've never seen them a team actually build something in the ballpark. Yeah. So that's a big commitment. And you know what? The, you know we were talking about this before we went live. The Yankees aren't what they were, and their ticket sales are down. They're trying to get a, a new um, type of fan in the ballpark, maybe because they've they've become known as more of the not the touristy team, but like. When people come to New York to visit New York, they don't really go to City Field. They go because they, they hear about the Yankees. They know about the Yankees. They want to go check out the ballpark. It's it's a pretty expensive place to go to. Ticket ticket prices are expensive. Now they're doing fun stuff like this to get people in the ballpark, which is cool. But another thing that I really want to mention, they already had – they have a group. The Bleacher Creatures have been around forever. Um, you know, Bald Vinny had moved, has moved on. He, he got a real job. He's doing something else with himself right now. So maybe, maybe the appeal of the Bleacher Creatures – has fallen off a little bit in recent years. I'm not exactly sure, but it would have been cooler, I think, if the Yankees embraced the bleacher creatures and tried to build that up rather than just center around one player. You know That's what I mean? Fair. Like the, like the Mets did with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're working with the Mets. We're filling center field. We're having a good time out there. And, um, you know, it, I think it would have been a little bit cooler if the Yankees kind of embraced the creatures rather than trying to just cater towards 18 seats towards one guy and they have to wear wigs and and stuff like that. You know, right. it's, it's kind of weird to me, but whatever. It's fair. It's fair. This I isn't it's... the Yankees show, but obviously when we're talking about fan groups, that's what we are. So we, we not trying to hate on it, but we're just discussing it. So it's cool. It's good to see the Yankees more human at least. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely on board with that, yeah. but the, uh, the biggest seller since last year's opening day is the Conforto t-shirt. That's unbelievable. Which is man. unbelievable to me. And um, I think what we were talking about prior, I think it's because they're coming out during the home runs and Absolutely. people are excited about the home runs. They're waiting yeah. for his at-bats. And we, you know what it is? I, you know, not to talk numbers here, but I did look up the, the top seven uh, sellers. So Conforto is, is more since, popular. Since opening day 2016. 16, so yeah. a little bit over a year, a year and a couple months. So number one is Conforto. Number two is Yo. Number three is Mr. Mets, my homeboy. Number four is Cooperstown 31. That was the, um, which one was that? That was the black one. Was it? Black one. Yeah, yeah. there was three different ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, that was the gray one, actually. It was that's Cooperstown in the, when one of the O's was a 31. Oh, it was okay. the gray the one. Gray one yeah. And fifth is Mets fans have more fun. So Mets fans has, have more fun. It's been around for years now. But um, it's crazy to me that this shirt is as popular, popular as it is. And it's, and it's 
number one, it's because Conforto's killing it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the home run thing adds a little fun factor to it. But um, the reason why everyone's like, well, why didn't you make that many from the start? I mean, the, the reason why is because we have hundreds of MH shirts right now sitting on the shelves. We have Let's Go Matt shirts sitting on the shelves. We have shirts that don't move when players get hurt or they're not around. Is You know, not around. They, knock on wood, we're hoping Conforto doesn't go anywhere. But if I commit to... 3,000 Conforto shirts tomorrow, and then God forbid he's not here next week for whatever reason, I'm stuck with them. So we're doing this on purpose where we release them, sell them, hits another home run, release them, sell them. So sit tight if you missed out on the first four rounds now. Did you get yours yet? I did, yeah. I did, I did. Adam Adam wrote a note (laughs) on my invoice. I said last week, where's my damn Conforto shirt? So he wrote a note on my invoice. Here's your damn Conforto shirt. (laughs) So yeah, um, if you didn't get one yet, we are going to release them again. Monday is a holiday. We are shipping and catching up with the last sale that happened a couple days ago. He actually hit two. Was it last night? Two nights ago? Two nights ago, we had two home runs. Um, So we're on it. We're trying our best. So sit tight. Once those orders go out, then we'll release another batch. But I did whip up a little video yesterday of the production. Show you guys if you missed that. So, if you haven't got to it yet, we're making more soon, I promise. I want it on a men's tank. <laughs> men's tanks don't sell. I but, know, I, mean, I know, I know. I, I did know, wear one on vacation recently, though, the white bleed one, yeah. which I actually forgot I even made until I, I was know. packing for vacation, which if you're a guy, you should. it should only take you like 10 minutes to pack. Shoe's going away tomorrow, and he said he couldn't come over today because he had to pack. Give me um, a break. <laughs> like nine nine shirts. He's going to Indy 500. Like, nine shirts. He's going away for like two days. That's what I mean. Do, He's going to Indy in with case... his dad. You need basically two T-shirts and two pairs of yeah, underwear. Yeah, but like throw in a couple. Yeah, Give me a break. Throw in some fresh ones. You're man. going to a, a, a NASCAR race. Exactly. That's what You I'm don't saying. need anything. You're just going to sweat, your... <laughs> sweat your balls up. No, you need your debit card, two T-shirts, and two pairs of underwear. That's it. So anyway... Moving right along. We are going to get to some no, boys. No pants. Here. No yeah, pants. Yeah, no pants. Well, you can wear the same jeans for like a week or two. Yeah. Or longer. A couple months. <laughs> <laughs> All right, jeans. so going to get to some voicemails here. What's good, guys? Matt from Far Rockaway. Can't really match you guys' as longevity and suffering with this team because I'm only 21. But I've had my shit years with this team, of course. But most notably, the ones that hurt the most for me were in 07 and 08, watching this team collapse down the wire. But this 2017 team is really giving that feeling to run for its money. So I want to ask you guys, what's worse? Watching this team collapse in 07 and 08? Or watching the what seems to be a letdown of 2017 with the team that had so many high expectations? Injuries happen, sure, whatever. But, you know, this, this shit show that's going on is unacceptable, yo. What's worse to you guys? Peace out. Peace out. That's a good question. I like that question. It is a very good question. And... We talked about it before we went on the air, and I think that my answer has changed because I originally said that the collapse was worse yeah. because of, you know, we, we missed out on, you know, seven games, 17, seven games up, 17 to play, and we blew it. But at least it was only 17 games of heartbreak. Right. Right now, we're going through a month and a half now of disappointments back to back. It seems like every single day something happens, and we're like, oh, I'm not really even surprised. You know what I mean? Yeah. Syndergaard and all the injuries and losing in fashions like last night. I mean, it's not. It's not really a surprise anymore. And if we have to deal with this until September, well, that's oh the whole my thing. god. The 
that's so like So I don't know. I don't really know what the I, answer is. I say I think this is worse. Cups sucked, but this is this is really bad right now. The reason why I say this is worse is because not because of what it is right now, it's what it has the potential to be, which is um an apathetic summer where like in you don't want to get to the point where in July you're sitting there being like uh, football training camp started, so I guess that's good. Yeah, but also, I, as far as the ballpark's concerned, I mean, we're going to be there with our group because we've already bought the tickets sure, and, and we're course. going, but have you seen the way it looks on TV? Exactly. No one's going now. Exactly. Um, and if it gets worse, across the board, I mean, you know what it is? Like, I talk, I always try to, not, not poke fun, but like, when there's no one at Marlin Stadium, it's like, well, no one's there again. Well, no one's really at City Field either. So it's kind of like, don't throw stones, you know. The Marlins have no excuse, though. They They have a roof. And they're, you I know, get it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, like stuff the, like this today. I was going to say, like, if you were going tonight, I wouldn't go in this. I'd be like, oh, screw it. I'll just go, you know, right. tomorrow, uh, whatever, next week. Tonight's best seat in the house is your couch. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, you know, right. it's the kind of thing where I'm not trying to deter people from going to the ball game. But, you know, if you're, if the, the weather's inclement like it is tonight and then they scratch the Grom and Montero's out there, I mean, I'm probably not rushing to get to City right. Field. But, exactly. um, so you're going with now, right? Well, this what, is, what, what this I'm is saying worse. is it's the old adage, man. The opposite of love isn't hate. It's apathy. Like if I am sitting here in, you know, on Fourth of July, going, and you look up at the standings, and they're thirteen games out of first, and you know, twelve games out of the wild second wild card, you're gonna be like, "This sucks, man." You know, like at least with the collapse, the collapse was terrible. And I remember that Thursday game that Pedro pitched, and I think they got shut out by like Joel Pinheiro. Uh, it was like a makeup game. The Cardinals came in for one night, and that's the day they fell out of first place right before the last weekend. I just remember sitting. I went to Mulcahy's when it was open in Center Reach, and I just remember sitting on a bar stool, being like, "How did this happen? How how did this happen? I don't understand." Um, so it was brutal. But Were you there for those I, last games? I was at the last game. I was at the last game the two years in a row. Oh seven and yeah, me too. And um, you know, I I just I but what's worse about getting your heart broken right at the end of the season is not, not caring. Like, I don't want to not care about baseball for an extra couple of months. It's bad enough. I have to wait six months for it to start again. I don't want to be sitting there in August being like, Oh no, you want to watch big brother. Like uh, the Mets are losing again, whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know, but good, good question for sure. I uh, appreciate it, Matt. So I guess the answer is now this sucks. And we don't want to see this every single day. No. So hopefully something happens quick. I mean, we talked about it last week when Noah comes back and Cespedes comes back and Familia comes back. Hopefully it's a brand new team. But who knows what the hell's going to happen in the meantime? Got to be in like, it. Like you said, to we got to we got to hang. And right now they're not hanging. So uh, we got a funny one here from from Rally Man. Hey guys, now if you were to pick five players to be on a friends like sitcom TV show, who would they be? And most importantly, what would their roles be on the show? And as always, this is your Rally Man from 515 and the Big Apple. Did you get your rally towel? I didn't because I had no cash. But <laughs> yeah, so Rally, rally Man time. made these towels. I got one the other night. Um, I hate Friends. I like Friends in real life. I hate the show Friends. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly likes it. I've never been a fan of it. And you know what it is? I feel like it's always been like a, a debate where Seinfeld. if you're a Seinfeld fan, you don't like Friends yep. for whatever reason. Yep. It doesn't make any sense. You're allowed to like two shows. That's how I was. For My the humor time. is more Seinfeld than mm -hmm. it is 
than it is Same. Friends. So Same. you probably don't like Seinfeld, and I don't like Friends. No, I love Seinfeld. Oh, that, really? I was always like that. I watched Friends' first couple seasons when it was first breaking in, and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And then it got, you know, it gets Ross and Rachel broke up, and then it got uh, dragged <laughs> a little bit. But anyway, then I came back to it at the end, not bad. But my wife's a huge Friends person. It's the exact opposite. She doesn't like Seinfeld. So she's like Kelly, and I'm like you, where I was always like, Seinfeld's a better show, Friends sucks, da da da. Now, you know, like for the for our whole marriage, like we watch friends like fall asleep. You know, the other night. So I just now I've I'm you know, the, the baby hasn't been sleeping. But, you know, the other day she's she's been sick. She actually slept pretty good a couple nights ago. So in bed, we had Seinfeld on and I made a joke. I'm like, wow, they they play Seinfeld out in Suffolk County. Like, I haven't watched this since we lived in Queens, you know, because like I'm never up at 1130 at night. anymore. My mom but... used to always say she didn't understand how anybody um, outside of New York, like understood you know what I mean? Cause I think it's just so... funny to watch now because the show is so timeless, but it's like back when it was going on, there was no internet. There was no cell phones. There was no – you know what I mean? It's yeah, like it is... they're getting calls at the house. You know. But yeah. anyway, so I passed the question to you. What He said five, but there, there are six people there are on six the people show. six people on Friends. So I asked you what six players would yeah. – would, uh, what, what was the question? Would, would <laughs> fill that Friends type so... role. So we've <laughs> – Darren mocked up this monstrosity <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with my picks. So I put together um, a Friends collage here from a photo – really, really, really bad Photoshop of, of Brian's six picks. So – this isn't who he said would be each person. I don't even know what these char- characters, what their names it are. It looks like it looks like you got. Oh my god, this is so this is so scary. I don't even know. But anyway, my <laughs> picks are Azdrubal Cabrera, Jose Reyes, Wilmer Flores, obviously. Uh, I got Jeremy. I got Jerry Blevins in there with Jay Bruce and Curtis Granderson. Okay, I have I have quasi reasons for this. Uh, you know, Cabby and Reyes has got to be on there. You know, they like the they like the Chandler and Joey like zany kind of glue holding it together. And Wilmer's got to be there because he's like a friend super fan. That's how he learned how to speak English, right? Really? I that's what he said. I'm pretty oh, sure. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then you got Blevins. I just feel like would be funny. I mean, he doesn't necessarily have to rock the Rachel haircut, but like, <laughs> but he, Rachel, that's funny. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Grandy in there because I feel like every sitcom needs a glue to hold it all together. And I feel like Grandy's this affable guy (laughs) that can hold it all together. And then you got Bruce because I just imagine him walking around drunk like after when they clinched a wild card. And he was like (laughs) – and that would make for some good for some good storylines. So yeah, there you so go. I don't know much about Friends, but he told me six people, and I put put them together. There you go. No offense to um, uh, to Blevins, Bruce, and Granderson. Yeah. They're, they're the girls. No <laughs> offense to Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, and Jennifer Aniston is more like it because they look not great right now. The only thing I know about the show is that smelly cat thing. Yeah. Smelly cat yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so uh, moving right along here, we got one more question. You uh, listen to smelly cat? Okay. Hi guys, it's Stacy from Westchester. People are talking about having Michael Conforto as a write-in ballot for the All-Star game. Do you guys know if anyone has ever gotten an All-Star spot by write-in? Thanks. I don't I don't think so. I, mean, I don't think in Major League Baseball. So like the first guy that jumps out in it's pretty popular in hockey to do this. Like John Scott uh, got written in two years ago and actually won the uh the all-star game mvp um yeah they wrote in like a career journeyman minor league kind of enforcer guy he wasn't even on an nhl roster when the when the uh game happened and they wrote him in um and he ended up scoring a couple goals and he won the mvp so it's it's common to do this in the nhl where maybe the voting's not as fervent but uh, it's crazy with you know not to compare the sports but i feel like 
once a lo- the local teams are out, I don't even know that the season was still going on. Like I saw yeah. today, something was like Game Seven for the Penguins or something like that. Eastern Conference Finals, and I couldn't even I didn't even know that it, the hockey was still going on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I, as far as the All Star Game is concerned, I'm not really a big fan of it. I think it's cool when you know our guys get in, obviously, and I'm pushing for Conforto. He deserves it, and I do buy the jersey of whatever Met gets in that year. I was year. thinking about that. This um, year, yeah. So hopefully, it is a Conforto jersey. Yeah, but there you go. what I like about NHL, don't they do like a skills contest? Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool for baseball to do some type of skills like, contest. But like, imagine like the injury potential, like hardest throw or like fast. Not even that, just accuracy. Like, you know, yeah. uh, how many throws from shortstop from, you, you know, could you get into cool. a, a 12-foot cool. circle or something? You Probably know? better than the uh, celebrity softball game, right? Totally better than that. And um, I think that the home run derby kind of lost its appeal as well. I mean, yeah. whatever. I, I actually, did you go to the, uh, the All-Star yeah. Game at City Field? Yep. Did you see in between, like, during commercial breaks, they had the high school kids hit with, like, the aluminum yeah, bats? Great. That was cool. That was cool. I'd yeah. watch that all day. Some of those guys were hitting freaking bombs, man. Yeah. But it's an aluminum bat, so I don't Absolutely. Know. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it'll be the first person if, it, if this actually happens where Conforto will get written in. But either way, the coaches pick some alternates, and I think that he'll, he'll make, make it. it. He'll make it Every anyway. team needs a representative, too. So, I mean, if you think about, I mean, the, you, would, you would have thought maybe some of the pitchers would have made it. I thought maybe Montero would make it. I, I think uh, him and uh, Neil Ramirez are neck and neck probably yeah. for that spot. Actually, Robles, but he just got sent down. Robles would have been good yeah, on the All-Star yeah, team, Yeah, it would have been close. It would have been close. Although, you know, you can never really count out, uh, like, Tommy Malone. So yeah, but you know he's on the DL now, so I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. He got hurt after that's the other true. day. Um, you know, my buddy went to that game on Sunday. I guess he was pitching hurt. That must have been why he gave up. Like, I think it was like 15 runs in the first inning before giving up an out. Yeah, I'm but, sure. But I mean, those guys totally would have made the All Star game. Uh, they would have been there. So, anyway, it is what it is. It is, <laughs> and it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> if you come to the tailgate parties with us, you know that we like to uh, hang out prior and play a little games, do a little flip cup, whatever it is. But recently, someone's been bringing, I don't know who it is, maybe it was Lorena actually, uh, has been bringing a wiffle ball bat, yeah. taking some swings, not playing actual games, but com- people stand up and take some swings. So I decided to take a couple hacks the other day, and as I was done, I was walking away, and Kevin Smith goes, dude, bro, <laughs> no, hold on me. Bro, 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 I got you. Come on, come on. Let me shake you out. Come on, come on. Bro, bro, bro. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go. He called you the, the reverse Kit Keller because you can't lay off a low and away slider. That's Dude, what they were said. throwing garbage out. You don't have to swing. Yeah, you know I mean? it's uh, well, that's what I did when I got up the lefty. I was just swinging at everything. No, you, you, like, I mean, when you're just standing up there for bat, BP, you don't have to swing you're, you're at like, everything. Dude, st- even Shu was like, "Why are you swinging?" It's like eight. I'm feet like, you outside. can throw. I mean, I'm not looking to like crush it over, you know, to uh, 126th Street, but you can kind of just. Group. Richie brought the bat this time. Oh, cool, awesome! So throwing down the middle, I'll, I'll connect. So he was throwing trash, and I did a little check swing, but he did make a good effort trying to go for it. So check this out. And the pitch. <laughs> so to his credit, he dropped it. But to his credit, he did. let's watch this again. Here's the pants. Just look at the pants. Just look at the bull. Look at the pants. And they, they're down. They're down. <laughs> All right, let's watch it one more time. We got it. We one more it. time. One more time. I'm so unused right. in the left. So this is me swinging. Screen. Half check swing right there. Garbage. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kevin, 
not to make light of your of your injury. I don't think he even got hurt, but he went for it. And I posted the video afterwards, and, and the comments were like, "Man, I wish the Mets would play like that half the time." You know, <laughs> he what gave mean? it a good effort, man. I think if he had a faster first step, he would have had it like all the way. I don't think he would have had yeah. an eye for it. <laughs> shorts. Oh my god, was... wearing shorts. And he comes on up, the asphalt. And I said, I was like, dude, I was like, the best part was your pants coming down. He's like, I've been losing weight, you know. So no, it's great. Good for him. But the um... <laughs> I think it was more that he didn't have a belt on or something like that. Either way. But Shaq, yes, you look great. You look great. Kevin. I did have it in the corner there. The um, I don't know how to use Snapchat. I don't even know. I don't know anything about Snapchat. Yeah, so the at the games, whoever really wants to do it, I kind of let them just you know take the reins. So Amanda, a man dart, uh, basic pitch on, on the back of her jersey, took the reins on that, and actually was there to catch that, which was great. Out of the all the swings that we could have taken, she got that. So shout out to Amanda for holding it down. Also, Kylie takes care of it sometimes. Sometimes Mish, but let me put this on the screen because I think the way Snapchat works is all you need is this thing. This whatever this logo thing is called. So if you're watching this and you want to follow us on Snapchat, just take a screenshot right now and then go to Snapchat. I think that's how it works. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, so if you want to follow us on Snapchat, the girls hold it down for us during during the games. And we maybe s- we send you naked Bartolo Cologne selfies. <laughs> yeah. So moving right along to our big, giant, huge, 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 huge mm-hmm. news. Big news with the Brooklyn Cyclones. Okay. Speaking of wiffle ball, we do like to partake in some competitive activities every once in a while. I like competitive activities. And we have been talking about for years that we need to put together a softball tournament. So myself and Keith Blacknick have been talking about this for a really long time. Where are we going to host it? Where can we do it? How can we get field space? Do we have to pay umpires? You know, a lot of a lot of stuff goes into this. Yeah. So since we are working on the outing with the Cyclones next month, I think it's June 30th, I should know that, with Greg Conway. Shout out to Greg over there at the Cyclones. I heard that Boomer and Carton had an event there last week, I think it was. They did a charity softball event yeah. at the Cyclones game. And I was like, listen, maybe we'll just reach out to them and see if they're interested. So I hit up Greg and he says, absolutely, let's do it. So... The seven line, I don't know if it's going to be like a seven line thing or if we're just going to help organize it. I don't really know what's called yet, but it is it is happening. And I got a list of here's of do's and don'ts from Greg. Don't say price. Don't say date. Don't say time. Don't say amount of teams because we don't know that stuff yet. What we can talk about is it is going to be before the end of the Mets season. So between now and end of September, it is going to be at M- MCU Park. We are going to be able to play on the field. It is going to be for charity, so no one's going to make money off this. The Cyclones aren't making anything. The Seven Lines not making anything. There will be teams. The way it's going to work is you sign up with your team, and I think each team is going to have to have three girls on the team to keep it fair. You cannot register an existing softball team. If you do, you'll be disqualified. It's supposed to be fun. And I think what I want to uh, contribute to this, I don't know if, if logistically or monetarily, I don't know if we can pull this off, but I, if not, I'll, out of, I'll do it out of pocket and put it towards charity. If you win the tournament and we do this as an annual thing, that team automatically gets in next year with no entry fee. So if you win this year, you play next year for free. That's something that if we, if we can't figure it out with, with the dollars and cents, I'll just pay for that on my own because I think that's something that, that would be a cool perk. Um, we don't know the amount of teams yet. We don't know how long it's going to go or whatever. But I think the way it's going to work is softball games take forever. So there's going to have to be a mercy rule, and there's going to have to be a limit innings, you know, a limit on the innings. So maybe we'll do like three innings, three inning games. If you win, you move on. If you don't, you're out. But what we do want to do is uh, encourage fans to come and watch. Mm-hmm. So maybe a couple bucks, nothing, nothing expensive. Come watch. Concessions will be open. Watch us play softball. The winning 
Two teams from the day's tournament will play against each other. Their names will be on the scoreboard. They'll be real umpires. Um, and the way that it's going to work is each team is going to get like a colored T-shirt. So we'll make something through the Cyclones, you know, whatever it's called, 2017, numbered 1 through 12 in the back. We have like 12, 12 players or whatever. And I think it's just going to be a really fun event. Awesome. That it, sounds – I'm in. I think it's going to be great. I mean, I, I don't know – got to start swinging at softballs. Again. Yeah, right? So the softball event will happen – at MCU Park sometime between now and the end of September. So stay tuned for more information on that. Thank you so much to Greg for, you know, we've basically talked about this with him since like the last week. We've been putting together back and forth through emails and texts and, um, Keith Blacknick's been wanting to do this for a long time, and so have I. And Keith actually put something up recently. That I think the Cyclones, I think you can rent out the ballpark. Anyone, yeah. can, anyone can rent it out. Yeah. I'm like, well, what if we link in a charity and hit up the Cyclones and promote it through the 7-Line and the Orange and Blue thing and QBC or whoever wants to get involved with it being a sponsor? Let's have fun with this. Raise some money for charity. For sure. That sounds awesome, man. That's, that's, I mean, you know that the demand is going to be through the roof to play, too. It will, which is going to be tough. That's why um, he actually spoke about Greg. They have done stuff with uh, charity softball events with, I think, FDNY, where they actually have two games going at once, where they'll put two diamonds back-to-back in either corner, probably not hitting 400-foot bombs, um, you know, with some type of, you know, maybe you will, maybe you won't, but you know what I mean? Um, Odds are you won't, you know, maybe like 200 feet. Yeah, probably most people aren't. Just to move it along, and then the, the championship game will be played full field, you know, like that. So... Stay tuned for more concrete details, but it is happening. It's going to be a really fun event. And if it ends up being the same day as a Mets game, what, what we're trying to do is make sure, obviously, the Cyclones aren't playing and that the Mets are on the road because a lot of people have season tickets that might want to come and watch or even play. We don't want to take away from the City Field experience. So if you already had tickets to the game at City Field, I feel like you might go to that instead of going to the event. So there's a lot of factors that play into it. Hopefully I'm not saying too much right now, but we are working on it, looking at dates that work for everyone, and we'll go from there. So, but we'll be sure to keep you guys informed as much as we possibly can, and I think it's going to be a really fun time. So That's excellent. We do have some time to get to some Facebook Q&A, but before we do, if you weren't watching the beginning and you're watching now, share the show. Click share right now on the video to your timeline. Tell people you're watching the show. And one of you will win this David Wright starting lineup figurine. I was calling it an action figure, but it's a sports superstar collectible. It's David Wright on a stand. It was sponsored by Wise, and it's got a little um, baseball card here in the corner. I think action figure is fine. Yeah. I mean, as you can see, if you watch a live show, we got a lot of knickknacks on the table here, so may as well give this one away to one of you guys. So click share. Tell your friends. We'll pick one of you, and I'll mail it to you tomorrow. And I know your buddy won the Conforto shirt last week. Yeah. They were sold out. Yeah. I, t- I thought I saved one of each size. I didn't. Okay. So um, He's getting yeah, he's getting he can, for, but I, I, he can wait. But if he's watching this, I was like, I never got my prize from last week. But I'm sorry, it's on his way. It's on its way. It's on its way, Scotty. Don't worry about <laughs> so it. So Brian's going to uh, scour the comments here. If you got anything you want to ask us before the game goes on SNY in about 15 minutes, if you're watching or listening to this afterwards, if you're watching the replay on Facebook, we appreciate you watching this um, episode 22. Now it's always a fun time. But if you're listening afterwards on iTunes and SoundCloud, you might get a little confused on some stuff because we play some video clips or show photos, and you might get confused because you have no idea what we're talking about. So if you do have the time in your busy schedules to join us on Thursdays, we do this live every Thursday night around 6 o'clock on Facebook.com slash The7Line. We appreciate you hanging out with us as we drink beers and talk about the Mets, and it's fun. So for the time being, we're in my basement, Wayne's World style, but eventually when The7Line moves to our new warehouse, we will have a bigger studio. 
Um, and I think we have a lot of really fun stuff in store planned for you guys. The, uh, the bachelorette thing is still going to happen, and I think that it might make more sense to do that at the warehouse than my house. So we'll talk about that eventually. We still need a bachelorette. We need an eligible bachelorette that wants to uh, sit down. And... I think, uh, you know, I've, I've had a couple of people ask, like girls ask if yeah. they can be on. So. But you know what it is? Then it's almost like we've got to put their names in the hat because if we pick someone, then we're, we're biased on who we picked, and then it, and we look like jerks because we didn't pick our friend, you know? So maybe we'll put everyone's name in a hat and pick out eligible bachelorettes. And the same thing for the bachelors. And uh, if, you're, if, this, if this is your first time listening, what we're going to do is basically bachelorette style, whatever it's called, dating game style, Put a curtain between them, ask questions. The guy will answer the questions. The girl will pick one guy to go on a date with. The date is tickets to a game in the seven-line army section. I might even give them my seats, one and two. Kelly doesn't get to go to a lot of games these days, so maybe I'll give them seats one and two, and I'll sit in the back somewhere. I always keep an extra ticket. Sit with me. Sit with me. Yeah, they'll sit right in front of you. So we'll see. But it sounds fun, and I think that makes a lot more sense to do that than invite strangers to my house. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's rock and roll. Um Devin Milligan wants to know, uh, Bartolo's been getting rocked, but what do you think the chances are that he ever plays for the Mets again? He'll be back. Him, him and Johnson. Kelly Johnson. Yeah. Him and Kelly Johnson will be back before the trade I deadline. I can see them doing that because they probably won't cost a lot, and why not? Let's see. I mean, that, in fairness to how Bart. Is he, how has he been doing? Uh, getting rocked. I know he's, he's chasing the wins record. Rocked. He's been get, he just got lit up by the Pirates this, week, uh, this afternoon. I think that brings his ERA somewhere around about infinity. Um, 6.8. At three eight, he's pitching to a zero a negative zero point seven WAR, two and four, uh, and that is over the course of how many innings? Forty eight innings, thirty three strikeouts, a one point four seven nine WHIP. So that is what we call big ugly. You know um, what I want to ask you before we move on? Well, why not? Why not? <laughs> if he's not going to cost much, what I know OPS. What is OPS plus? What's the difference? Do you know? I, I would have, I know to, we don't get have it, to look it up. We don't get into the stats stuff on OPS this show. Plus. Like, yeah, but like, there's so much stuff on there that, like, and if you notice, I just caught myself. I'm trying to not curse as much. Last week, the show ended, and my dad texted me. He's like, you know you dropped, like, 15 F-bombs before the show was over? And I never realized I curse as much as I do until I watch these replays. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to start watching my mouth once the baby gets a little older. But um, So do I, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, especially during... Uh, Especially during Mets games, um, yeah, I would bring Bart back. In fairness to him, Atlanta that that place a launching pad. So um, Bauer with getting in there is one uh, wrestling question. Shout out to Bauer before you answer that. Tomorrow we're going to do this uh, the the Ducks game. I don't know anything about it. Bauer, is it an open bar? Is it number one? If it is, I got to take an Uber. Uber. Uh, I don't know anything about it, but he gave us tickets. So tomorrow night, thanks thanks to Bauer, we're going to my first ever Ducks game. So what's the question? Uh, what did I think of Jinder Mahal winning the WWE Championship? We, I mean, you know why? It's they're expanding into India. He's of Indian descent, even though he's Canadian. And uh, whatever, it's better than Randy Orton, who is as boring as a white paper plate in a snowstorm dive um gene graziano did you come up with any shirt ideas or any locked anything down for the st louis invasion yes it's been submitted to everything has to go through the league they got to look at it first we can't just make whatever we want so we're waiting to hear back it looks pretty awesome and it was an idea that came from twitter i actually asked twitter and i said anyone have any ideas for slogans for st louis and i did say if we use it you'll get a couple of free tickets so i'm waiting to see if it gets approved yet if it does then i'm going to contact that person and they get two free tickets i did save a couple to st louis okay two things bauer says it's not open bar what uh kevin bauer not going bauer what, Kev- kind of, what kind of suite doesn't have open bar <laughs> kevin uh baranowski says a 100 ops plus is league average and each point up or down is one percentage point below or 
above league average. I'll take your word for it. I'll look it up in fan graphs later, but I'm sure you're right. Uh, it sounds like you're right. Uh, Jack Hendon says, um, who goes when uh, Mats and Lugo get activated? Who do you – I mean, obviously, Neil Ramirez probably won't be hanging around very long. I don't think he should be looking into any real estate. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I guess Smoker back down to Vegas at this point. Speaking of real estate, if anyone is looking for real estate, hit me up. My mom's a real estate agent. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I really have no idea. Isn't it funny that your mom works for the company my mom and my grandma used to work for? Oh, yeah? Isn't that random? That is random. It's so crazy. It's, anyway, uh, Eric Lipschitz uh, gave us that great blog post, uh, the Hey Dad, Want to Have a Cash yeah, yeah. And thing, and he, he, uh, he was, I saw him in the comments. That was awesome, man. It, it was great to see. That was, and I felt bad because he actually wrote that like the day after the Nationals invasion yeah. or Capital Road Trip, whatever you want to call it, and I didn't see it till recently. I was going through some emails, and I think I put it in like a, a folder accidentally, but I replied to him. If you're, if you're curious what Brian and I are talking about right now, go to the sevenline.com and click on the blog. Eric wrote a story about him and his son went to the game. They're from Virginia, but they met us down in D.C. to watch the game. It was the first time sitting with us. They had a great experience. And um, it's just cool to hear stuff like that. So thanks to Eric for, for writing in, and thank you for allowing me to post it. I mean, I obviously ask first. I'm not just trying to post an email on our blog without asking. But um, no, It was great to see because yeah. I, I, too, also have a, uh, have a thing about that moment in Field of Dreams, too, with my relationship with my dad. So it was nice to see that he's building that bond with his son. Um, Tommy Hom asked, would we trade Zach Wheeler at the deadline? He's going to be a free agent in two years. He's not, actually. I, I'm on his baseball reference page right now. He's not arbitration eligible till 2018, so I think his earliest free agent year is 2020. So, no, no, Zach's going to be here for a long time. You don't trade young pitching under team control. Um, so definitely not on that one. I'll, I'm not going to save you from that one. Um, let's see. Anything else here as I... Uh, any plans, uh, Alyssa Heinsohn says, any plans for Houston besides going to the game? I know you're working on that, right? Yeah, we're working on it. And, um, we actually are working on also putting together a committee for the group where there'll be a group of people besides just myself and Lizzie who are starting to make decisions for the group as far as outings and where we're going next season and scheduling and maybe trying to block off hotel rooms and travel arrangements because honestly it's it's become a lot of work for myself and lizzie we have 20 outings this year on top of just our daily activities that we have to do for the business so um we're working on it and uh st louis i think we're, we're still trying to figure out if we can go to the jim brewer stand up the night before so we're working on it st uh st louis is first and seattle and houston's not until september so we got a bunch of time for that Alyssa, I, I, I hope you're being serious when you say great pronunciation of your name. I tried. Um, okay, here's a good one. Anthony Cass wants to know, can you think... Hold on, before we get yeah. to that. Anthony Cass sent a four and a half... Did I tell you this? He told me. Four and a half minute. <laughs> minute. Four and a half minute voicemail question. It's only an hour long show. I, he said he's sorry about that. He'll trip it down next week. <laughs> I wrote back to him like, dude, this is great. I listened to the whole thing, but... It's got to be like 15 seconds. Because he, he, he DM'd me, and he's like, yo, man. Four and a half minutes. Was that you responding to Orange and Blue emails? I'm like, no, it's probably Darren. He's like, yeah, he said trim it down. I was like, well, how long is it? He's like, four and a half. I was like, well, <laughs> that'll do it. Um, anyway, uh, he said, off the top of your head in like 20 seconds, can you name five Mets pitchers, I guess, in franchise history worse than Rafael Montero? Just off the top of your head. You want to go first? I, I don't know if I can. I, I You know what it is? Every time he gets the ball in whatever situation it is, you're kind of already like, that's it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's horrible. You don't want to say that about the guy. But Luis like, Ayala, he was brutal down the 08 stretch when he was our closer. Watch, tonight he's going to like light it up and be awesome Maybe. tonight. I hope he does. I hope so, too. Is the game starting on time? Uh, I, don't, I do not know. At least I do Is not know. Is the tarp know. off? 
I don't know. Nobody <laughs> nobody tells me. These. I'm looking at the same thing as you are, which is our beautiful face. Somebody says Mel Rojas. Uh, I, Scott Schoenweiss, it's not really fair. It's My friend's really dad fair. used to call Schoenweiss the gas can because he'd come in and just <laughs> ignite yeah. the whole thing. He went through a, a really bad personal tragedy right before he gave up those two home runs in, um, I think that was 08, uh, to Ugla and Wes Helms? Wes Helms, maybe? Um, anyway, d- Scott, you know, he was okay. Um, but I did see somebody say uh, – Victor Zambrano. Vogel said Victor Zambrano. I'm, I'm on board with Victor Zambrano. You know what? I, I say I'm going to do this every week, and I always forget. Kelly's mom watches down in Pensacola. She was not a baseball fan at all. Well, she used to say, I like the Yankees, like the Yankees, but a lot of people say that when they're from New York, not throwing her under the bus. You know, you know, you pick the winning team, and you know, no offense to her, maybe she did like the Yankees, but since we got married, got married at City Field, obviously I'm a big Mets fan, and, and Kelly's my wife, I converted her mom into like one of the biggest fans in Pensacola, Florida. So she's watching right now. She nice. told me the tarp's off. Yes, so, <laughs> I saw that. She, wa- she doesn't actually get the games, but she watches along on the MLB app, bad app like yeah. the, just like the... The, the, the cartoon guy standing there and like the ball comes in. She watches that for like three hours, <laughs> which is awesome. I love it. And I she calls it. DeGrom DeGroom for some reason. She's like, I love DeGroom. Is he pitching tonight? So I say I'm going to do it all the time. Shout out to Kath down in, down in Florida. She's coming up here soon. So we're that, excited to have you soon. That's fantastic. All right. You got anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Um, They got a share still. Oh, yeah. We got to do that. Yet. Yeah. Share. I mean, we got, we got. God, we'll give you 30 seconds, and I'll take one. We're counting on you guys because there's 169 people watching, and there's maybe about that many shares. Um, if you click refresh over there, that'll update for you, Brian. I, I will do so, that. Uh, it stopped raining, changing into Rally Man now. That's Rally Man commenting from the game. So uh, <laughs> shout out to him. If you are watching this, it takes you two seconds. It helps the show. Um, obviously, the uh, the more views we get on our weekly shows, the better they'll get. We'll get uh, some guests come on that may not have taken us seriously until we uh, are popping up the charts here. So I mean, they'll take me seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but actually, last week, the last four weeks have been great for us. Yeah, they really have been. We've been really fortunate to, to have some solid viewership. Uh, we know that... Uh, it's a little different when there's a game about to go go on. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, when we understand that. You know, course. people are doing stuff right now. They're watching the actual pregame or they're at the game or whatever they're doing on their lovely Thursday nights here in, in New York. But, um, yeah, we're just trying to hang out, do our thing. So once we get into the actual studio, I think the show is going to get a whole lot better. So Take off to a new level. You All guys right. are in on the ground level. You're our loyal listeners and viewers since the start, and we appreciate that. So click share right now. we got a couple more minutes to go. Brian's going to scroll down and pick the name, and tomorrow I will send you the David Wright starting lineup. Yes. Okay. Well, let's do that right now. We got uh, Right now I'm, I'm seeing 202 shares, so just tell me when to stop. Stop. Chris? Yeah, sure. Chris Gallagher with the win. One away from Hector Vargas and one away from Wayne Morrow. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. What you call it? All right, so Chris, uh, hit up the seven line. Don't close that. We'll send him, we'll yeah, send him something. We'll send you a message. Then he, yeah, Chris Gallagher. Oh, is he one of <laughs> our like, season ticket members? A, a self-described journeyman HVAC guy. Uh, and I like that his cover photo is the, ba- the bathroom floor or the Shea Bridge. It's one or the other. I don't know. I think go that, back and see what Apache has. I think, I think it's a replica because he's got the skyline. That's pretty cool. So he bought the, the replica and put the Mets guy on the cool. sleeve. I, I like think it. that's what um, uh, Nico. Nico did yeah, also. Nico did that, yeah. So Very shout cool. to Chris Gallagher. You are the lovely winner of this David Wright starting lineup figurine. So we got Montero, good old Montero on the hill in a few minutes now. Pop on over to SMY. 
it's not on picks, right? It's usually just weekends on picks. So yeah. pop on over to SMI. I don't know who's in the booth tonight, but I'm sure they'll do a great job. We love the booth. And uh, let's go Mets. Got to take this series. That's that's what baseball's all about, win series. You're going to win 60. You're going to lose 60. It matters what happens after that. So hopefully they get back on the winning track tonight because last night was absolutely pathetic. Anything else you want to add to that? That's it, man. Well said. <laughs> well said. All right, guys. We'll, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for week. hanging with us. Our next outing is June 3rd. See you out there at City Field. And uh, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, be safe. Thank you to all the vets out there. We appreciate what you do for our country. And, um, but mostly honoring those, the memories of that course. we don't have anymore. You know what it is? That, yeah, you know, it's, there's always a debate. Do you, is it the current or the past? And I think it's everybody. Anyone who's ever done anything in, in uniform for us, and I thank you and, and appreciate it. So. Nevertheless, we're indebted. So have a safe Memorial Day weekend, folks. Peace I'm out. I'm doing a piece. You're doing that wrestling thing. But Too later, guys, sweet. let's go Mets.